0: Mookie Betts is one of the brightest stars in Major League Baseball, and his influence on the game is undeniable. From winning multiple MVP awards to leading his teams to World Series championships, Betts has become an icon for baseball fans worldwide through unparalleled passion and dedication. So what are the keys to his success? What personal decisions, significant events, and support from loved ones shaped him into the star that we see today. Let's find out together on this episode of Rounders, a history of baseball in America. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am, as always, your host, Jeff Lambert. Today, we are continuing our series entitled Roots of Greatness. That's where we're exploring the key foundational pieces in a star's life that contributed to their overall greatness. We've already done episodes on Mike Trout and Scott Rowland, and I've included those links in the description if you want to go back and check those out. But today, we're going to be talking and learning about Mookie Betts, the star outfielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I believe that there are three foundational roots to this man's success. Number one, learning to never take no for an answer. Number two, developing an attitude of adaptability. And number three, accepting the leadership role that has been placed before him. So we're going to go ahead and dive deeper into each route and learn more about one of baseball's brightest stars, Mookie Betts. Let's get into it. Route number one, never taking no for an answer. Let's dive into it. Mookie Betts grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, and he began playing baseball at a very early age. His mom, whose name was Diana Benedict, she shared in an interview that when Mookie was even just a toddler, he would love to run around and throw a ball. She said in an interview, quote, he'd always be saying ball, ball, ball. That's what he always wanted to do, she stated. He would run everywhere, and he never walked, said Mookie's father, Willie Betts. He'd figure it out. If you put him down, he'd start running, and he would just run, 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 end quote. So Mookie, from an early age, really uh, seemed to enjoy sports and athletic activity. And at just five years old, his mom decided that she was going to go down to the local little league and sign him up to play baseball. Now, Mookie was very small for his age. At that time. And according to league rules, coaches could choose whether or not to accept kids onto their little league squads. So the first coach that Diana went to with Mookie said, no, sorry, there's, uh, there's no room on the team. I, I can't take Mookie. His, his legs are a little too short too. I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially the quote. So Diana's mom undeterred went to a second coach and said, I'd like to enroll my son to play on your squad. And the second coach said, no, he's too short. So Diana went to a third coach and she also received a no from him. And Diana recalled that after that third rejection, Mookie started crying and he stated, quote, mom, I'm not going to be able to play, quote. And Diana turned to him and said, no. You're going to play. So it was then that Diana decided to show her son and to make the decision for herself that she wasn't going to let the nose stop them. And she did something really amazing. She noticed by looking around that entry into these baseball clubs for the Little League uh, you know, system that she had went to, there were other kids who had gotten rejected and weren't able to play on any of these squads. So she went to the league and applied to start her own squad. And she listed herself as the head coach. So she created a team of other players, including Mookie, who had gotten rejected from the other clubs. And that team wasn't competitive that season. As a matter of fact, they only won one game. But that one win really mattered because it came against that first coach that said that he didn't want Mookie on the squad. So Diana really showed from a young age that she wanted to build this mindset in Mookie that he should never take no for an answer. And Mookie credits his mom with a lot of that mindset that has led him to the success that he's experienced today. He stated in an interview that, quote, she's like my best friend, but she's my mom too. She disciplines me the same way any other mom does, but she was always there for me to talk to. I can be honest with her, end quote. So that's Mookie's first rate of greatness. And it would prove to be a key factor in his future success, that ability to not take no for an answer and to keep pressing on. Route number two for Mookie Betts, he developed an attitude of adaptability that helped him in his pro career. So as Mookie rose through the baseball ranks, he faced some quick challenges at a very young age. As an 18-year-old high schooler, he got drafted by the Boston Red Sox and he very quickly was moved through the ranks because of the talent that he showed so as an example he was moved to the triple a ball club the portland sea dogs by his second season that's a big jump for someone who just came out of high school and mookie quickly realized that his talent was only going to take him so far that all of a sudden he's a teenager playing with grown adults who either already have big league experience or who have been playing minor league ball for several years too and He decided, you know what, I'm going to take this moment, I'm going to adapt how I learn and what I do to be able to be successful on this level. So we see that uh, Mookie made a quote, and just to kind of show you the crossroads that he came to in terms of in his mind, mentally, how he was going to deal with this situation of being so young and being progressed so quickly through these minor league systems. So he said, quote, when I got to AAA, it was the first time in my career where I felt like I was overmatched, end quote. He would call his best friends early on during that season. He was only hitting about 262 after the first couple of months. He wasn't doing great. This is one of the first times that he, I think, had experienced uh, not being one of the top talents on the team he was playing for. So he would call his best friends, as they recalled in some interviews I read, and Mookie would say, quote, I don't know if I can get used to this. I don't know if I can do this, end quote. But Mookie kept at it, and he knew that he just needed to devise a plan to be able to adapt and adjust to be able to reach the majors and keep his trajectory going up. So he would sit down after games, and he would study film of other players, and look how they adjusted to different pitchers and situations that he was going to come up and face, And he also cut out extra time to work with the club's hitting coach, Victor Rodriguez, to really develop his swing mechanics to be able to hit a wider variety of pitches, ones that uh, he may not have had a lot of experience up until this point having to deal with. He put in the time, he adapted his approach to getting ready, he adapted his approach to playing the game, and that turned out big for him because the end result was that he finished that second season as the Red Sox minor league offensive player of the year. And in his third season, just 54 games in, he was moved to the triple a club, the Pawtucket Red Sox, which are now the Worcester Red Sox by his third season, he's 21 years old and he's already playing triple a ball by August of that same season. He was called up to the big club to play for the Boston Red Sox. And he stayed up there for good after August. He never went back down to the minors after that, just three years into his career. He's 21 years old. So as a young guy, you know, he had to keep that attitude going that he'd started to develop in the minors. He knew he was going to make plenty of mistakes playing around these big league professionals, whether it was throwing the ball, playing defense, running on the base paths, but he made that willingness to learn and adapt really a cornerstone of who he was. And that made him special Betts once stated, and I thought this was powerful, he said, quote, I learned from my dad and my mom, somebody should only have to tell you once. Whether it's me getting in trouble, they said I should only have to tell you once. I kind of took that and made that for all aspects, end quote. So he really continues to show to this day through his game that learning never stops for him and excellence comes from adapting to the situation at hand. Let's go ahead and jump into our third root of greatness for Mookie Betts, what made him into the superstar that he is today. And that third one, his his acceptance of leadership. Uh, Remember, Mookie hit the big club at just 21 years old. He's surrounded by veteran players like David Ortiz, Dustin Pedroia, one of his uh, self-professed mentors that was on the Sox at the time, Shane Victorino, who had a very long and successful career in the major leagues he's surrounded by these guys who have accumulated all-star appearances who have played you know in clutch games and here he is this kid and as time goes on you know he's willing to accept their advice and he's willing to learn from them but as he gets more successful he finds that his role on the team is changing and he finds himself not only just listening for advice but being expected more and more to be the leader in the clubhouse And some players don't take that transition well. They don't like that extra responsibility. They don't like that extra confrontation. They don't like having to lead by example. But Mookie embraced it. I mean, even as a kid in his mid-20s, Mookie became a vocal and performative backbone for the Boston Red Sox clubhouse. And he took it personally. He made it his personal mission as he grew in success with the team to make sure that his teammates stayed motivated and focused all season long. Now, there's no greater example of that and Mookie's growing into this leadership role than in 2018. We saw that during the 2018 playoffs, fellow teammate Jackie Bradley Jr. got benched for some of his poor play. And when that happened in the middle of the playoffs, Mookie took it upon himself to actually call a team meeting to rally the troops. And in that meeting, he let everybody know that, look, we have to keep playing our game. Good things are going to happen. Don't give up. We're in this together. And just taking the time to do that, to pick up his teammates during a tough spot in the middle of a World Series run, it made a difference. That leadership that he displayed during that 2018 uh, playoff run led the Red Sox to another World Series championship that year. And then when Mookie moved to Los Angeles to play for the Dodgers in 2020, one of the In my opinion, uh, greatest lowlights in Boston Red Sox history. Mookie is uh, one of my favorite players of all time. That was a tough one to see him make that transition. LA, you're very blessed to have him. But anyways, I digress. Uh, Even when Mookie made that shift to LA, he knew that he had to keep that same attitude. And he quickly earned the respect of his teammates for being that guy who constantly stayed on others to stay after, to keep practicing, to focus when they needed to focus the most. And look, overall, that leadership role is something that has made him so critical to the Dodgers' success that they are experiencing now. So Mookie's attitude is one that I think a lot of current MLB players and young players can learn from, that you have to accept responsibility. You got to lead by example. You got to motivate your team to succeed. Leadership sometimes is placed on you, and you have to be willing to accept it and not run from it and great things can come from that. Overall, I believe that these three routes that we discussed about, this willingness to not take no for an answer, this uh, focus on adaptability, and of course the willingness to accept leadership have all been integral to the success of Mookie Betts over the course of his career, and it's going to continue to shape his career in the future. He really is an exemplary player, He's such a great example for really all players in the league. And I think that's going to continue to be that way because of the roots that have turned him into the player that he is. He shows hard work, dedication It's going to pay off and really just keep that mindset that's important. He's one of baseball's greatest players. And those three roots of greatness, I believe, have turned him into the player that we get the joy of being able to watch play today folks thank you so much for tuning in for another episode if you can do one quick thing for me this week i have a, i guess a little uh, off field homework for you it would mean the world to me if you could take a second and just go on to the podcast app that you use and leave a rating for the show even if it's just one sentence please you know if you like what's going on here just take a minute to rate us it really helps the algorithm recommend us to other individuals so they can also learn about the show be able to get involved in this baseball community that we're building. It's something that uh, is exciting and I love being a part of. So help me by leaving a review. It really can only take 30 seconds or so, and it does a world of help for us. Also, if you have five bucks a month and you want to, you know, give up maybe one cup of coffee during the weekday and become a paid subscriber, that would also mean the world to me. I have a list of benefits that you get to enjoy by becoming a paid member, not the least of which includes getting the show a day early, getting it without ads, getting your comments and um, uh, feedback read on the show episodes. Uh, there's so many other things that I'm trying to create for you to make it worth your while. So if you have the ability, please uh, take a moment to do that too. But overall, thank you for the support. Thank you for tuning in. It means a lot to me. I'm excited for us to jump into another month and we've got some great episodes coming up. So as we conclude our episode today, remember. There are only two seasons, winter and baseball. I'll see you next time. Rounders, a history of baseball in America is produced by Jeffrey Lambert. Our research assistant is Cass Silber. A special thanks to our starting nine supporters, Nathan Halverson and Jack Wilson.